escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad, ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Welcome to Joy Newsroom. I'm Amisi Nyamiche Thompson. The next hour, increasing number of pilgrims embarking on Hajj pilgrimage without the proper documentation, worrying to Ghanaian Hajj authorities in Saudi Arabia. Moazda recounts several challenges encountered by some aged pilgrims who are often taken advantage of by some unscrupulous persons. We have details. Also, Krasi Hene resolves not to entertain any politician in his palace anymore after selling his cocoa farm to fix community roads following several disappointments by politicians. <laughs> and in the Ashanti region, Championship of the National Science and Maths Quiz will tell you about how OWAS is putting up a defense after two other schools qualify for semifinals. In business, we have exhibitors at the Just Ended Wacom Made in Echoax exhibition call for more platforms to showcase their products for both local and international platforms. We have details. We also have world news. At least 51 people have been killed in western Kenya after a truck lost control at a busy road junction and plowed into other vehicles and businesses. Stay with us for details of these stories and more in the next hour. In our first story, Ghanaian authorities in Saudi Arabia are worried about the rising number of Muslims who embark on harsh pilgrimage without the requisite permit. They say that pilgrims, most of whom are aged, are faced with challenges after being left to their fate by agents who issue them unauthorized visas for the pilgrimage. Head of accommodations for Ghanaian pilgrims in Medina, Dr. Adam Nanaye Yeloman, cautions would-be pilgrims to be mindful of paying money to unauthorized persons to process their Hajj documents. Anasa Beat reports. In the pursuit of raising awareness among inbound Muslim programs, the Saudi Ministry of Hajj and Umrah launched a new campaign dubbed Be Aware, No Hajj Without a Visa, which aims at alerting non-Saudi pilgrims to the mandatory need of obtaining the official permits that will allow them to perform Hajj. This is because a sizable number of pilgrims from all over the world, including Ghana, try several means of breaking this protocol through several foul means, including the use of tourism, business and visiting visas for the performance of the Hajj pilgrimage, a move that is criminal and punishable by Saudi laws. This group who pay less than what pilgrims pay through the Ghana Hajj board 
are mostly left to their fates by these agents after flying them to Saudi Arabia a few weeks to the official Hajj period. Some of these people, particularly the aged, go through a lot of difficulties as they join the millions of pilgrims to perform this religious obligation without the needed documentations. 65-year-old Bela Hossein is from Idra in the Ashanti region. She got lost and is unable to trace her group after walking several hours from Muzdalifa to Jamarat. She's currently complaining of heart aches and needs immediate medical care. She says I'm Bela Hossein. We are from Idra Zungu near the central mosque. She says I am currently experiencing heart pains after walking since 4 a.m. The Ghanaian authorities here, after interrogating her, noticed that even though she's from Ghana, the tag on her hand indicates that she's from Nigeria. Liman Suleiman Fuseni is a member of Ghana's security in Saudi Arabia. It was around um, 3.30 p.m. They found uh, this our mother and brought her here. But uh, for us to go through her the paper on her hand, we realized she didn't even come through hard board. The document on her hand is saying Nigeria. So we are going there to find out and see if we can see any of her relatives. So that we'll see what to do. Hajia Mariam, also a member of the female security team, narrates how 65-year-old Bela Fusini found herself in this situation. This is the situation that we are facing here. There are so many, and she got lost from Muzarifa to Jamarat. But she got lost, they have to bring her to the Ghana camp because she's a Ghanaian. So when we got her, now after interview her, she just, they were sleeping at a park. At a known place. So she just woke up to urinate. Nobody with her, then she got lost. So the military people have to bring her to the Ghana camp. She says this group go through a lot of challenges in their quest to perform Hajj, and the Ghanaian authorities in Saudi Arabia go through lots of difficulties in trying to attend to them. A lot of challenges that we face. They don't have a place to sleep. They are hungry, no food. What is it? So we have to force ourselves to give them some of our food to eat. Some need water. They don't have money on them because the money that they have is finished. Some the old lady works alone. Even the young young girls. So since they are Ghanaians, we can't leave them. This woman here is also one of these group who attempt to perform hard without the needed documentations. She's currently with the medical team of the Ghana Heart Board after falling ill due to the stress she's been through. The stress we went through from Arafa is what have contributed to this. We were earlier stationed at Mecca near a particular mosque in the area. Head of accommodation for Ghanaian pilgrims in Medina, Dr. Adam Nanaye Yellowman admonishes people who want to pay for their old parents to ensure that they deal with the right agencies before paying for them to embark on this demanding journey. This is what we are saying always. Normally in height, if you want to serve an old lady or an old man, you need to get a guardian, somebody who will come with him. At least if you cannot get an agent, a correct person who will be commitment to pay for the person and also take care of the person. And these are the situations they are in. So these are one of the things we usually tell our brothers and sisters that if you want to go through hard, try to pass through hard work as a normal process so that such a things will not occur.
reporting for Joy News. Anas Sabit. Now, the chief of Krasi near Jesu in the Ashanti region, Anaidu Bwahin, has sold his cocoa farm to construct their community road. The move was triggered by frustration born out of the unfulfilled promises of politicians to him and his people. Enraged by the disappointments, Nanedu Bwain says he will no longer entertain politicians in his palace. Mahmoud Mohammed Nuruddin has more. They can come here, but my palace, my palace, I won't, I won't receive them there. Because when they come, they, they repeat the same thing that they come, they repeat it. Uh, so I don't need them. Uh, I don't need them. Mm. So they can come to the town and, and do their uh, uh, what in the, the, the campaign. But my house, because when you come to my house, the same thing you are coming to repeat. I'll come and do this. I'll come and do this. Everybody will come, so I don't need you in my house. Eh, that's it. Eh. After years of waiting for government's intervention, Chief of Karasi Nana Edubwahin says he has decided to sell his cocoa farm to raise funds to construct the community road. I, I call on the MP and the MC. They didn't mind me. So I I have to do it. I have to sell my cocoa farm to do the work. Because we can't stay here without car coming to across here. Across here. Eh? By all means, I have to take by all means, every means to do the work. Mm. With the help of some people. The route from Kurase to Kwaso has been deplorable for decades now without improvement. Residents see the struggle to carry farm produce to market centers. <laughs> Nana Edubuahin says his decision to construct the road is to give his people a sigh of relief. He is worried a community in the 21st century is denied of good rule. Yeah, if somebody, a pregnant woman, school uh, 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 children, when they first sick, though we are having a cheap compound here, if it's above the chief compound, unless you call a car from Paso, if you didn't get, you use motorbike. Mm, it's not fair. In the 21st century, this can never happen here. 
a town from I used to hear is just about numbers. What are, what are they doing? The MCE, what is he doing? Eh? Father, we are not in the jungle. We are not in the jungle. They have to back up and see that those who we we who are here, we are all human beings. Reports by Mohamed Nuruddin. <laughs> You know, students at the University of Energy and Natural Resources in Sunyani, Professor Dominic Otu, has called on the National Democratic Congress to adapt the governing style of the late Professor John Evans Attermills in the likely event of forming the next government. Speaking at the 10th anniversary lecture in Sunyani, Professor Otu also said the former president's credentials must be a benchmark to assess people seeking higher political office in Ghana. Precious Samavo has more. Speakers at the John Evans Atamel's 10th Memorial Lecture in Sunyai for the Bono, Bono East, Ahafu and Western North regions, including Kwame Sarah Mensa, former High Commissioner to India, and Yaredo Pepra, a legal practitioner, eulogized the late president on how his policies and governance style had a positive impact on Ghanaians. The anniversary brought together some NDC former ministers, party executives at all levels, and some MPs. Osajifu Osiadeya Jwambedu II, Domahini and President of the Bono Regional House of Chiefs, said the late President should be remembered for what he stood for. As we are remembering him, we have to note the integrity that he possesses, the humility, forthrightness. I remember when there was this debate, very, yeah. very strong at the time, yeah. LGBTQ, and it's been added on. And he was asked his views on it, and he was emphatic because he need help. He needed help. Yeah. He would not go to to any powers yeah. so that LGBTQ could be passed. Yeah. This is the man that we are talking today. He's selfless. Speaking on the theme, the man John Evans at Amels, ten years on. Professor Dominic Otu, the Dean of Students at the University of Energy and Natural Resources in Sunyai, urged the NDC to adopt the governing style of the former president if they win the next election. The characteristics of outstanding leaders in our day are President Mel's humanity, imaginative leadership, dedication to democracy, human rights, incorruptible and abhorrence to violence. He has left behind a legacy of achievement and credentials. He offers a benchmark by which we must assess everyone seeking higher political office in this country. I firmly believe that the only way we can make our democracy in our beloved country to produce the greatest good for the largest number of people is by enforcing his laws. I therefore want to say with all humility that the NDC as a researcher
one of the living stars of JDMLs. Other than that, we have not achieved his goals. Professor Tamils died on 24th July 2012 at 68 years. The final 10th anniversary lecture will be in Kumasi later this month. Precious Semevo, Joy News, Sunai. Meanwhile, Domahine and President of the Bono Regional House of Chiefs, Osajifo Osiadeyo Ajiman Bedu II, has appealed to President Okufado to intervene in the prosecution of MP-elect Fasin North, James Jachikwesin. Mr. Kwesin is facing criminal charges brought against him by state in connection with his contest of the 2020 parliamentary elections. Speaking at the 10th anniversary lecture of the Atamils in Sunyani, Osajifo Ajiman Bedu intimated that the president should take steps to halt the trial. I'm a Supreme Court here, sir. Number two, number two, I've been here, I've been trained. Yeah. Yeah. No credit. Me and Kasadi. Yeah. Some men in the Supreme Court. Yeah. Kasadi did not even come in. Me collect. Come in for right. Then empty and come back on. Yeah. One share. No one ever did. Ever did. So I say me a war. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sally. Back with more Great Wolf Lodge breaking news. The new lodge in Maryland is opening with some awesome new features. Here's Steven reporting live. Hi, Sally. After hitching a ride with the Great Wolves, me and my pack enjoyed a big breakfast. And now I'm in the Great Geyser Water Park looking down the high paw holler. And guess what? I'm only a little scared. Wow, Steven. I'm impressed. This is Sally howling off from Great Wolf Lodge, Maryland. I'm on Puntua Kwa. Yeah. Now back to my playbook. Yeah. It's on this day. Yeah. Now my catcher says, Samri. Yeah. You are president. Yeah. You know I love you. Yeah. This matter cannot go on. Yeah. Attorney General. Yeah. Odami, pray at the share, but not the share. Yeah. Show me. Yeah. 
Now, Pokemon School pushed aside love and went hard against a female affiliate St. Louis Senior High School in pursuit of retaining their bragging rights as the Ashanti Regional Champions of the National Science and Maths Quiz. On the second day of the Regional Championship, Prempe College and Kumasi Academy beat their contenders to qualify to the semi-final stage of the competition. Emmanuel Bright-Kweku reports from Kumasi. So these are the guys from Pempe College. They just won their contest. They've given out some special and incredible contest. So far, I should say they have the highest score in a um, one-eighth stage of the Ashanti Regional um, Championship. They have some 50 points. Before the contest, we, we had a lot. Uh, some coming to Raw and doing all sort of things. But we knew that our boys were good. So no matter the challenge, they had the courage to go through and to beat them with outstanding marks. Everybody is looking up to Prempe College and beats Prempe. So is it in Ashanti Regional or everywhere? Because I want to... Where? We have Presec Legon. I mean, you go to Presec and ask them. The focus will be to beat Prempe. And that's all. Why, why is that? Why are you saying this? Mm, well, we blazed the trail. And we've given... I mean, when it comes to when Presec is doing the quiz and Prempe is not there, they think they are sweeping it. But when we are there, we are giving them a run for their money. Last year, when I came here, they told me you were coming. They gave you a name, Demon. Is this going to happen in our nationals? No, please. I'm not a demon. You are not a demon. I see a demon for NSMQ. No, please. Okay, so how do you find this contest, today's contest? Um, the contest was okay. We just thank God. He led us through victory. <laughs> Interestingly, I found something on a placard. It says AI. I think Amwati intelligence. So I'm looking for Amwati intelligence. I thank God first and foremost, and I believe that God will take us far. So are you bringing an AI into the NSMQ? What should we expect? Oh, I can't really say much about that, but I believe that God will take us far. Akunini, Nimbia, Akunini, Nimbia, Akunini, Nimbia. You, 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 you look 
quite cute. Oh, yeah. So so how does this make you feel? Oh, I'm I'm feeling so amazing. Feeling so amazing. Oh, I put it in. I put it in. I put it in. It wasn't my boy anymore. It was meant to be. In case you meet Pepper College of Pokua, we only have school. We are all schools. Yes, that's we are schools. We all have the same heads. We have one head, and I'm a wife. There's only one that has two heads here. But Pepper is qualified with some 50 points. You qualified with 32 or 30 points. doesn't matter. Like God said, we all sin. You still in 100 cities and me still in one city. So all sin. In that same way. In that same way. In that same way, we are all schools. It could be that we could win. It could be that people could win. Anything can happen on that day. Umaka is also coming in. We are coming stronger this year. We are coming to take the trophy. This year. Taking it. Yes, we are taking it. Just like you just beat out Superzona champions. Yes, we are taking the trophy. This year. We are taking it from Opokuwa. Yes. All right, sure. So that's the contestant from Kumase Academy. He says um, they are taking the trophy from. Opokuwari School. They are giving us an assurance that this year is for them. From here in Kumasi, my name is Emmanuel Bradspeed. And I am amazing Yamiche Thompson. You're still watching John Newsroom. We'll be right back after this break. For crystal clear and thrilling podcasts and live shows, Download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, MyJoy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adam Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Focused oh no! We are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alexa in my bag. Alex what? Alexa. Open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio. Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM. Love FM. Live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM. Or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play. And then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Garden to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. important it's the only way you get to know the things that happen around you what affects you today and the future at joy news we have reporters scattered around the country who tell us about the communities they live in the people and their stories a key part of our job here at joy news 
is to make clearer the muffled voices in every part of society. We shine light on the issues. My name is Aisha Ibrahim, and this is Joy News. Independent, credible, and fearless. A fifth of the babies who come in will end up dying. This is impactful journalism. The storytelling that stretches your imagination and shines a light on the underreported issues. Normally, if you talk, that is change people. Let them see it. This is impactful journalism. It is fearless, independent journalism that reshapes thoughts and crushes stereotypes. But I had no more strength in me again. The person must be made to know that what you have done, yes, it would have deserved murder. This is impactful journalism. It provides context and meaning to the different perspectives. Children are born with sin. And therefore, if you don't baptize them and they die as children, then they will go to hell. This is funny. This is impactful journalism. It provides context and meaning to the different perspectives. This is Joy News Hotline Documentaries. Compelling stories changing the status quo. Welcome back. Let's do some business now. Small and medium-scale enterprises in the ECOWASAB region want more opportunities to showcase their products both locally and internationally following a successful welcome made in ECOWAS exhibition at the Accra Metropolitan Assembly Forecourt. Speaking to join News on the final day of the three-day fair, exhibitors are optimistic the platform will give them competitive opportunities and expand their reach into larger markets across the globe. Here's Ebenezer Sabote's report. The event seeks to boost the prospects for local, small and medium enterprises to take advantage of the African wider market under the continental free trade area. Although it has been a successful event, many patrons yearn for more. Some of them spoke to Joy Business. We are here because of the Wacom SBC. In fact, it has really had an impact on our products. We, we've been exposed to the public. We've been in the system for the past 15 years. But today's own has, in fact, has really added up to our product. So we are grateful to GEPA. Yes. Is there anything that you want them to add to the next one that they will do to yes. make it more? We want them to market the exhibition well. Marketing is not that booming, but it's okay. We are hoping that after this exhibition, we will get more people coming to us to purchase these products. So we encourage everybody to get one for themselves. Um, we would like them to do more publicity. Yeah, the publicity is more very, very important to pull more crowd. And if they can sit down and re-strategize for, for the next exhibition, like, how do I even say, maybe more social media adverts. I want the organizers to do more adverts before the actual event because it looks like it's when we came here before the advert is being done so people don't really know about the events going on here so sometimes they are passing they now have to call you and explain to you that this is what is going on so you can also come and look around so I prefer they'll do more adverts before the actual event to psych other people's mind. Uh -huh. From uh, yesterday and today we're able to sell as you can see 
uh, we are able to sell so much of our products and then uh, also <coughs> we are able to do networking and I think that is the most important thing for us now and we know that after that we are, we are likely to have more uh, connection with other people. Meanwhile, others also feel this is the right place to make their products known to stakeholders before exporting to the international market. In fact, the exhibition is good. It's an eye-opener. It brings us some board. The market is aware of our product. It's been good so far since we've started. We're an organic skin and hair care brand, also a beauty technology company that solves various skin and hair concerns using technology, organic African black soap and unrefined shea butter from Ghana. The exhibition has been great so far. It's been very good in terms of exposure and networking, the media, the representation that has been given or the awareness that has been highlighted for the local brands and also other West African brands has been great. And so I'm appreciative to the organizers, to Gepa, Unido, Wacom, everyone involved in this for this um, exposure and opportunity. Some exhibitors also seek for support to produce more quality items to meet international standards. The reason why I'm here is our women are producing a lot of the share butter, but they don't have market access. So I came to this exhibition to make sure that I'm able to network and also get buyers for them. Because I know that once we get market access for them, then access to finance will be a thing of the past for them because they'll be able to generate their own income through the processing of the share butter. This is a very good initiative that uh, ECOWAS has organized something like that. All the products that you have here, they are like natural, almost like organic. We don't really add any additive. Most of my fellow exhibitors, they don't add any additive to it. So we are entreating all of you to come in your numbers. You can come for a wholesale prices as distributors and then as even partners. Some of us can even supply some of the raw materials for you to use in your other products. Yeah. And that'll be all for business. We'll be right back after this break. We have begun the One Village, One Dam initiative. And you here in Bogo can see for yourself. 570 are being built. One village, one dam. After the fanfare, we go back to Ayopia in the Bongo district of the Upper East region where it all started. Somebody should be answering the questions. Why? What happened? We need to hold people accountable. We can't just say it has failed, therefore, that be it. How much is the average cost of the dam? It's from between 230 to 250,000. The highest is the 250,000. But how much was really spent? Thirsty Dams, a Joinies Hotline documentary by Jojo Kobina. Coming soon. When something happens, you want to know all about it immediately. Here at Joy News, we don't just bring you the breaking stories. We go beyond them to bring you the intricate issues in those developing stories. We are relentless in our probe, detailed in our search, and our commitment to be your most credible news source is one that you can trust. Because news is all about you. Joy News. 
incredible, independent, and fearless. Are you dreaming of a place to call home? A space that embraces your lifestyle, reflects your taste, and brings you joy? Look no further, because the Joy News Habitat Fair is here. Join us for an extraordinary event that celebrates affordability, comfort, and luxury in the housing and construction industry in Ghana. This year, the Joy News Habitat Fair is bringing together the leading players in the housing and construction industry all under one roof. With a wide range of exhibitors including developers, architects, interior designers and financiers, the EcoBank Journeys Habitat Fair has everything you need to turn your vision into a reality. Be part of the 14th edition of the EcoBank Journeys Habitat Fair, powered by the Plan City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats. For further inquiries, please call 540 Hello, good morning. Welcome to Join News Desk. My name is Aisha Vine. Let me tell you, there's not a small job at all. What can you report from the final community? We are still sounding the alarm for people who are hiding to know that help has come. The board is supposed to be meeting this morning to deliberate on this nominee. Yes, this problem has been recurring over time. The people have invested their, the fruits of their excellence and you want to throw it away because you think you can. No, you, it's not lawful for him to do it, period. What's the basis that these uh, financial assurances will be giving latest today? If you follow what has transpired over the week. We got the information when the president addressed uh, the media celebration indicating that China is going to come on board. of the babies who come in will end up dying. This is impactful journalism. The storytelling that stretches your imagination and shines a light on the underreported issues. Normally, if you talk, that it change people, let them see it. This is impactful journalism. It is fearless, independent journalism that reshapes thoughts and crushes stereotypes. But I had no more strength with me again. 
The person must be made to know that what you have done, yes, it would have deserved murder. This is impactful journalism. It provides context and meaning to the different perspectives. Children are born with sin. And therefore, if you don't baptize them and they die as children, then they will go to hell. This is funny. This is impactful journalism. It provides context and meaning to the different perspectives. This is Joy News Hotline Documentaries. Compelling stories changing the status quo. Welcome back. We take you to Latabi Okoshi, where my colleague Paco Isishando reports on the latest episode of Floods of Trauma. These are not haunted houses. Neither are they buildings in rural communities. For the records, they are homes at Odoko, an area in the Blakeman North constituency in the capital, Accra. But over the years, due to the persistent floods, these structures have lost their glow, with their heights ebbing into the ground. In June and July, roughly 30 homes basically sit in water. Residents therefore find it difficult to even access their rooms, forcing some of them to abandon their rooms and only return when the rainy season ends. Ahaka observed over the years that lack of rapid development in the area and virtually no drainage system forces running water into their homes. Those of us here at Waterworks are going through a lot. It's hell for us whenever it rains, with worms and fecal matter entering our very homes. All we need is an effective drainage system to resolve the crisis. She's unable to sleep when it rains and recalls that she packs all her belongings on a table and stands waiting for the rings to end. Even her shop floods. We always have to scoop out water when it rains. My house was even destroyed, but it's now taking shape. So we plead with the MP to come to our aid. We vote for them, but we see no change. Naja Saki and Juliana Ankra recount that they always dread torrential rain. They believe good drinks will help solve the problem. It's a terrible situation when it rains here. Our rooms flood with our gutters getting severely choked. So we plead with the authorities to rush to our aid. 
abana ba kwa ho na fe wo ga tese ko no wo ya jowo o aka me ke ka me ke gbe the situation has existed for decades. Some locals who have been in the area since 1999 say the torrential rains have never been their friend. While others in neighboring areas enjoy the beauty of the rings, residents at Odoko Waterworks lament in grief and helplessness. Our assemblyman does his best. He finds it difficult to secure maximum support. So once again, help is all we need. Due to the absence of a gata here, the rains engulf us, making it difficult for our customers to even come around. When it rains, the fecal matter alone is more than the rubbish. But more importantly, the drainage systems here have been poor for over 20 years. So help is all we need, plus good toilet facilities. According to them, settlers who are well-to-do have erected their homes in such a way that all the water comes down to the low-lying homes in the neighborhood. But what really accounts for the harsh experiences of the residents when it rings? A tour of the area revealed a lack of sufficient drainage facilities in the entire neighborhood. Residents say the available drinks are too small to accommodate the gushes of running water whenever it rings. This, according to them, is a major problem, a challenge the member of parliament for the area has failed to address. It is terrible when it rains. Our MPs have always lived closer to us, yet they simply don't care. All they do is to ride in their vehicles without caring about our needs. Water sits in the middle of our roads where it rains. We've been voting for the MPP since 1992, but we've seen no development. But the member of parliament for the area, Sheila Batels, shared a completely different take on the matter. While sympathizing with the plights of her constituents, she however blamed the situation on the indiscriminate disposal of waste in the drains in the neighborhood. All we will do is to encourage the residents of Ablikumano, please don't put rubbish in the drains because we can't keep desilting, you know, almost every other month. We can only desilt once in a while, and we have done all of the ones that needs to be done to prevent flooding. So we just need you to help us by making sure that you don't put your rubbish inside the drains so that they go back and then choke the drains and destroy the work that has been done so far. But so far, I would say that, um, you know, together with the Assembly, a lot of work has been done which will ensure that this year we don't experience flooding in Ablikuma North. According to Sheila Batels, the long-term solution to the problem 
is for the construction of a huge storm drain at a location which separates her constituency from that of Hokkaikoi South. We have desilted most of our drains. We have done all the desilting that needs to be done. We have constructed major drains at uh, Bintu area that outlets into the Lafa. We have we have done um, some desilting also um, at the Kukumpe area to clear all of the the dirt, um, the rubbish that we have that chokes the drains. Um, we have also done the the desilting at uh, Otatin area also to ensure that the water is able to flow um, of course we have some challenges with the lafa um, which we are hoping that the hydro will come in and be able to assist us to desilt it um, we also have um, some um, defense wall that needs to be done at the Bintu Lafa area because um, we have a serious erosion happening there and we are hoping that all of those things will be done to mitigate some of the flooding. So, But for the residents, help is all they need. The situation even impedes our movement, so help is all we need. We need help with our roads and the drainage systems here. We beg. Uh, once the municipal to help us as formerly they normally do by using the machine, the buckle, to dig the gutters to avoid flooding in some um, areas like the Chirabusun. Because I think last two years they came in to help us, which uh, we, we got an advantage by the, to cease the flooding. But currently, because it's been two years now, and as the rains comes in, the sun more almost enter into the gutters, so it, it, it makes it full. But how soon would they find the needed assistance? Until then, when the clouds gather, residents will remain traumatized. Parkwesi Shandov, join News, Odoko, Waterworks. And that was my colleague Paco Sishanda reporting from Odoko Waterworks. Now, the Ministry of Fisheries and Aquaculture Development Ministry has closed the sea to artisanal and industrial trawl fleet for this year. The closed season is a fisheries management measure aimed at helping to replenish Ghana's depleting fish stock. At a ceremony in Elmina to close the sea, Sector Minister Mavis Hawakumsin revealed the studies have shown that after the closed season in previous years, there was an improvement in the catch of fish. The continuous closure of the sea for the past seven years for the industrial fleet and four years for the artisanal and inshore fleets has shown significant positive impact towards fish stock recovery. For instance, the results of biological survey conducted in 2022 indicates that canoe landings were higher after the closure period than before the closure. All these are signs of replenishing of fish stocks and increase in growth of the fish population over time. After extensive consultations with stakeholders, Canoe and inshore fishers will observe the close season from the 1st of July to 31st of July 2023. Industrial trawlers will also observe the close season from the 1st of July to 31st of August 
2023. Nana Chairman, government is fully aware of the short-term economic impact of the closed fishing season on fishes and processes. The Ministry will therefore continue to provide relief items in the form of rice and cooking oil to support fishers and fish processes during the closure period. I wish to inform you that the various mandated enforcement authorities will commence full surveillance and enforcement activities to ensure compliance to the closed fishing season and offenders will be prosecuted accordingly. The Ministry and its partners, including the Ghana Fisheries Recovery Activity, has launched the Alternative Livelihood Training Support for the fishers, starting with 1,350 fishers in masonry, carpentry, dressmaking, hairdressing, electronics, and auto engineering, among others, in selected communities along the coast, this training will be selected, will be scaled up to cover 8,350 fishes. And after the training, trainees will be supported to set up to ensure that they can earn incomes from their trade. I take this opportunity to encourage fishers, especially the youths, to embrace this opportunity and enroll in the program. On this note, I declare the season closed for artisanal canoes and inshore vessels from the 1st to 31st of July 2023 and for the trawlers Twelve vessels on the 1st of July to 31st of August 2023. And I will do world news. At least 51 people have been killed in Western Kenya after a truck lost control at a busy road junction and plowed into other vehicles and businesses. The accident took place on Friday evening on the highway between the towns of Keriko and Nakuru. According to local police, the truck lost control and rammed into eight vehicles, several motorcycles, people who were by the roadside vendors, and other people who were on other businesses. A day after announcing the end of the UN peacekeeping deployment in Mali and eight days after a referendum in favor of the proposed new constitution, Mali's military junta has carried out a partial reshuffle of the cabinet on Saturday. The same individuals continue to hold important positions. However, has witnessed 16 new appointments, 13 new ministers and three swaps in the government. While tensions remain high among the two parties, a representative and the principal coalition of former rebels in the north is also departing the administration. Malians approved the draft of the new constitution with 97% of votes in favor. But critics of the draft describe it as a 
tailor-made to keep the junta in power beyond the presidential elections scheduled for February 2024, despite initial commitments. Joining us will keep an eye on the security situation in Mali as their MINUSMA force of 13,000 withdraws from the country. And that will be all for the bulletin. I'm Amisi Nyamche Thompson. Thanks for keeping us company.